the blood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Ransom. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. With me into your Biblos, in your Bible, to the 10th chapter of the book of Mark, in the 45th verse. Mark chapter 10 and verse 45. You'll find these consecrated words. Jesus Christ is speaking. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. I want to talk to you tonight about ransom. What all of that means. And how much we should appreciate this ransom. You know, it's been a long journey for the Lord, too. Because even Jesus came down through 40 and two generations. It's been a long journey. It's been a journey filled with tears and, and a whole lot of long stretched out nights for Adam and Eve and for some of us in this room. It's been a long journey and it ain't over yet. I want you to keep your eye on that many because that's going to take on a very large meaning in this message. The Lord said for even the son of man, that's what Jesus liked to call himself. Even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto. You remember when the Lord and his disciples went into that upper room and the disciples walked right by the, the, uh, where the water was in that bowl and walked right where that towel was, just passed straight by it and went and sat down. Jesus girded himself, girded himself about with that towel and he began to wash his disciples' feet. What humility that the Lord of creation is going to humble himself and wash the disciples' feet. He didn't come to be ministered unto. He came to minister. He came to serve. What is ministry then? Ministry is taking God's word. When you see the situation... You take the word of God and you make the application. So he did not come 
for them to be bowing down to him even though he is God in the flesh. He came to help us. And he is all the help that we need. So the son of man, God in the flesh, came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. To take God's word, see the condition that the people were in, and take that word and make the application. That's what success is. And the son of man came to give his life a ransom for many. Now right here, we have to take note of the fact that as we talk about ransom this evening, what in fact is a ransom? Well, if you want to go way out there with me right quick, we think about all of these major companies that the hackers are breaking into the computer system and stealing data or data, depending if you're from Cincinnati. And then they're holding these companies hostage. And the companies are having to pay that Bitcoin money and whatever it is before they release their computer system. We've seen it happen. People are hacking into companies, stealing people's social security numbers and they're going through all that and they're holding that information for a ransom. Now here we come. In the loins of Adam and Eve, our first parents, who sinned against God and transgressed in Eden. And the Lord put Adam and Eve, after he had clothed them in skins, he put them out of the Garden of Eden. And he put a flaming sword That flaming sword was put by the tree. The flaming sword was put up to keep the way of life. Not to keep them away from it, but to keep the path open. Because God had to kick Adam and Eve out of Eden. So since that time to this time, the path has been open. For man to come back to God. So ain't no such thing as no perfect person. Jesus is the only one. With that title. So as time rolled on. As time rolled on. Then Mary had a little lamb. And that lamb name is Jesus. And that lamb came. After 42 generations had unfolded. Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem. Because. That was the family home place as it were. Kind of give you a little. Little background as to where where my thinking pattern is. So the law of Moses man could not keep, but that's what God gave for Moses to give to Israel. And no man could keep the law in his totality. But along came Jesus. Because God sent Jesus for to seek and to save that which was lost. In other words, in other words, when, when Adam gave away our authority and dominion in Eden to the devil, 
we can, we can look back at that and say, you know what? We were taken. I don't know how many of y'all have seen that movie, Taken. We were taken. And I, I, I must admit that we were not kidnapped. What Adam did, Adam did it out loud and on purpose. Amen. Adam had a love Jones. <laughs> and because of what Eve had fallen into, Adam in essence said, I, I look to my left, I don't see nobody look like me. I look to my right, ain't nobody that I can see. And I look behind me and I look in front of me. And I don't see nothing but monkeys and cheetahs and baboons. This is the only woman, period. So Adam committed suicide, spiritually. Don't tell me that love won't make you look like a monkey. So man was, man was taken because Adam voluntarily gave up our authoritative rights. So God allowed that to roll on and he tested man by his word and the law came and a lot of stuff happened. But Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came not to be ministered unto, but to minister. Now here's the key point. And to give his life a ransom for many. You say, well, many, yeah. Well, he died for everybody. Because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. So why didn't it say right here that he died for all? I'm fixing to give you a scripture that says that he did that for all. But right here it says that he gave his life a ransom for many. Now when you think about a man's life, you might say, well, you know, I, I worked at that company over there for 40 years. I give, given 40 years of my life to that company. No, you didn't. You did not. I say you didn't. You so say, you don't know what I did. I do. Because if you had given your life, you would have shed all your blood on the floor. Because life is in the blood. You spent 40 years of your time over there. But your life is in your veins. That's the physical part of us. So when Christ says that he gave his life a ransom for many, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So Christ was willing to spill his blood, but it had to be done at a specified place, Calvary. And so the, the, the contest or the conquest was that Christ would be born of a virgin. And that after he would be born, all things being equal, he would be raised up on this earth. But he came here looking for us because we had been taken. Aren't you glad that God sent somebody to look for you? Now when he showed up and found some of us, we weren't in good shape. And we weren't doing the right stuff. We were at big looses. And the Lord was the last person we had on our mind. And going to church, you don't, hey. But something that happened to everybody in here. Look where you are on a Sunday night. Look where you are. So I submit to you that somebody in here, because Christ gave his life, somebody in here know the man. 
Somebody in here have met him. Somebody have talked with him. Somebody in here is walking with him. You, you know him for yourself. He gave his life a ransom for many. Now that word ransom is an interesting word. I'm going to get to the many in a moment. The word ransom is the word lutron. L-U-T-R-O-N. Lutron means to loose. It's a word you use in connection with a slave. To buy that slave, pay the price for that slave, secure the papers for that slave, take the slave outside of the slave market that you bought him out of, and set him free. Tell somebody, I've been lutrode. Mm -hmm. So when we think about this ransom, Satan couldn't pay it because God ain't hear none of that. Satan has nothing that God wants. You and I couldn't pay it because we owed a debt that we couldn't pay. But Jesus came to pay a debt that he didn't owe. Now to show you the magnitude of what God has done, let me share this with you, Hebrews 9.22. Let's get on the move. We're talking about ransom. Hebrews 9 and 22. The Bible says, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. That's animal's blood. And without shedding of blood, is no remission. So somebody had to come down here looking like us, head on the shoulders where our heads are, feet where they are, arms where they are. So God became a man in the person of Jesus. And not only that, but the blood that was put in Jesus' veins was God's blood. Now you... Not, Stop that. That's what love is. Love is a sacrifice. And to show you how God orchestrated everything, and out of all those years and generations, God sent Jesus in the likeness of sinful flesh and false sin condemned sin in the flesh. And Jesus knew why he had come, even though he was virgin born, came out of Mary's womb. He's Mary's father because he made Mary before he came out of her womb. And without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. So God knew, Jesus knew, that I'm here to die. I've come in here to die for some people that don't deserve it. But I've come to pay a price. What is that price? You're going to have to give every drop of blood in your body. Every drop of blood you're going to have to spill out. You're going to have to be crucified. You're going to have to offer your body up as a sacrifice. But here is, watch this. This is the tricky part. You're going to have to sacrifice your body at the age of 33 years. And the day you were born into this world, you were virgin born. And you had God's blood running in your vein. Now watch this. 
When God specified where animal sacrifices would be made, back in the day, the temple, the tabernacle, it started with the tabernacle, ended up in the temple in Jesus' day. But it was a certain place, come on up in here, where the sacrifice had to be made. So it couldn't be made at Big Bill's Brewers. It, it couldn't be made at, at the club over there shooting pool with the fellas. There was a certain place that the sacrifice had to be made. Second point. The sacrifice itself had to be perfect. Because God alone is perfect. So God became a man in the person of Jesus Christ for the express purpose of making the sacrifice. And he says, I've come not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give my life, shed my blood, every drop of it, for ransom. So the sacrifice, so Jesus had to live a perfect life and never sinned, never did anything that displeased God. And the other day, the Lord said, I do always those things that please the Father. We can say that, but you know you're a liar when, before, before you finish. You don't just eat a piece of the cake, you eat the whole thing. Some of y'all got cookies right now in your nightstand. You always hungry. Huh? But Jesus did everything perfect because had he not, had he done one thing, had he looked at a woman in a strange way, if he was gay, if, if, if he had committed any thought of sin in his head or any action or deed in his body, then his sacrifice would not have been accepted because God is holy. So there had to be a mediator. I ain't got no help in here. <laughs> there had to be a mediator between us and God, but the mediator had to be ordained, anointed, and sent by God. And Christ came in here to die. We were born in here to live. But when we got in here, we found out that being born from our mother was not sufficient. Somebody had to cause us to be born again. And that new birth can only be given by Jesus himself. And that's what ushered us into the body of Christ, into the kingdom of God. None of that would have been possible if Christ had not given his life, his blood, as a ransom for many. Now that word many is interesting because right here it didn't say all. Why many? Because a whole lot of folk won't accept Christ. But those that want to, the door is already open for you. So having that said, Jesus came into this place to die and he's, he voluntarily, now this is the, the, the mind-blowing part, you know how mean and ugly some of us can be. Just talking to you, we ain't got to hit you. Some of us got looks that can kill. That's why some of y'all don't ever go to the mirror. You don't want to kill yourself. Huh? 
Hello? You wouldn't dare look in the mirror. And if anybody was in the house with you or the apartment with you, they'd hear a crash, a bang, and a whole lot of stuff breaking down and run in there and you'd be dead on the floor. Why? If looks could kill. So God came into our world. Hallelujah! So that he can be our doorway into his world. Huh? We were taken. We were taken captive. We were going alone in life and didn't even know that we had been taken captive. And the only one that could redeem us would have to come from way up there, down here through a virgin's womb, live a spotless life, raise the dead, give sight to the blind, preach the word, walk on the water. Going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Yet this innocent man. Now this is the part right here that's mind blowing to me. This innocent man Jesus. Who did no wrong. Who thought no wrong. Who treated no one wrong. Was killed by his daddy. Because his daddy loves you too. You wouldn't give your child for me. Okay, I love you, Bishop. No, you don't. Cut your, cut your son's head off. Show me. I'm from Missouri. Show me. But God commended his love toward us while we were yet sinners. Yet sinners. Parting and hunky-tonky. Well, I ain't never did that. You didn't have to. You were born unstraight. All of us were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. And so here comes Jesus after all those generations and says, I'm giving my life a ransom for many because all won't believe me, all won't receive me. But to those that will, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. Help me up in here. Baby, you ain't all that you're going to be. If you were born again, you'll be coming. That's why we had to confess our sins last night. That's why we had to do, you, you, we ain't there yet. You saw the movie, are we there yet? Without the shedding of blood is no remission. So God in his infinite wisdom and his extended patience and his long suffering has put up with every one of us. His, com his, his compassion, his mercies are new every day. In Noah's day, God waited 120 years. Yeah, waited. He says, he is real all day long have I stretched out my arm toward a wicked and gainsaying people. And I called you and you wouldn't come. And even in a world like this today, the Lord still has his arms outstretched and people are too busy for him. Well, th th this is the catch. If you are too busy for him now, when you are raised from the dead and you are in that second resurrection, you might hear him say, you were too busy for me down there? I'm too busy for you up here. Get out. 
You only have one shot at this. You can't put this off on and on and on. There comes a time when you must choose this day whom you will serve. So Christ paid the price. And Peter says his blood is precious. You know what precious means? It's just like a beautiful fragrance of cologne. I know Dillard sells fragrances and maybe a few more stories. Maybe you can get it in the, in the mall somewhere. But what's precious ain't everywhere. What's precious, you have to go to that place looking specifically for that item. And if they have it, it's not at the store next door. It's there. Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that washed me white as snow. Today's message, Faith to Move Mountains, FC3121, FC3121, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>